Hello and welcome back to Kino Thanks. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a series we do on The Stacks, a movie podcast and media empire hosted by Stephen and Jack. I'm Jack and he's Stephen. Accurate, valid, true. On this series, we dive through some of the worst rated movies on Letterboxd and work out just how bad they are. On this episode, we're continuing our Arnold Schwarzenegger month and talking about the Ivan Reitman-directed oddity from 1994, Junior. The film follows Alex Hess, an Austrian-American scientist, played surprisingly by Arnie, who agrees to undergo a male pregnancy through an experimental drug treatment. Stephen, what did you make of the film Junior from 1994? Um. Well, this is an interesting film, I would say. This is this is this is part of. This is this has a a a film that goes with it that I have not seen. Yeah, which is interesting, um, and which I will I, I, will watch at some point. So, yeah. Twins, the more famous movie, mm-hmm. um, where the joke is that Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are twins. Look, no, look nothing um, like. And this is the extension of mm. that as joke for dynamic of being like mm-hmm. what if premise was joke and you're like oh, also also directed by ivan reitman yes ivan uh, reitman. junior was a reunion a reunion picture for the three of them and so, we throw in some other familiar faces like emma thompson and uh, pamela reed yeah emma thompson's in this which is really interesting um yeah we'll get to that um playing a that's... rather emma thompson role especially a 90s emma thompson a dis- role, yeah so. a disappointingly she deserves better kind of role which is, yeah. which is a shame um, uh, I, part of my notes very early on was I bet this was written by a man and then I checked at the end of the movie it wasn't it was written by two men <laughs> yes um, so this is I mean a lot is talked about like the thematic trilogies of cinema uh, mm-hmm. you've got your like the the, the the metaphysical like desolation trilogy of like Antonioni which is mm-hmm. obviously bar that weird blackface scene in the third film there is, is, is a wonderful trilogy you've got your glaciation trilogy of Michael Haneke, which I'm very fond of. Bergman's Faith Trilogy. Bergman's um, Faith Trilogy. The Three Colours is very overt, obviously. That sells mm-hmm. itself as Trilogy. But again, is is from that installment. And these go on and they go on and they go on. Um, not enough, I think, is said about the Kindergarten Cop, Junior and Twins <laughs> thematic trilogy of what if Ivan Reitman realised you could put... I don't I call it the... I'm going to call it... The, I didn't realize King. Like, kind, I have not seen Kindergarten Cop, but I Indeed also did not I. realize that was Ivan Reitman. This is very interesting. I did not know about any of this. It is, but it is definitively like a thematic trilogy. The theme being, hmm. what if Arnold Schwarzenegger was incongruous to his setting? And yes, is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 just three films on that, and as we and it's interesting to ask here on the stacks because his career starts with what if incongruous yeah um i'm hercules in new york uh-huh. um but him being hercules is not incongruous but the setting is and mm. this takes maybe our complaints about hercules in new york being like there's not enough fish out of water fun here and it goes what if we made several films about just him being a fish out of water sure yeah which is conceptually with... interesting i actually think Con- conceptually yes I- i'd agree with that but the joke Th- that runs throughout the whole movie is what if Arnie was pregnant and that's yeah. the bunt of the joke and that's as much as we get in terms of comedy and like mm, it uh, does a, a thing that I want to say daring but actually it's a thing that most kind of like major kind of like I, of course like this is a you know it's a studio picture what most mm-hmm. like studio comedies yep. do which is what if a comedy that didn't even try to be funny um, yeah what if like uh, yeah. most comedy films like they're like, there's a premise and there's some jaunty music. But, yes, yes, the James Newton Howard, very 90s, very wholesome, mm. very sentimental score under a 
film which was i don't know it feels like it was drafted originally as this typical 90s i don't know romance drama mm. you know sort of almost coming of age in your like mid-20s mid-30s about pregnancy and motherhood and fatherhood yeah. and parenthood but the joke is it's arnie and danny devito and then we're not going to write any jokes for the movie yeah which I it's, it surprises me how much of like comedy from this era and still comedy now of like broader like mainstream comedy is just that of just like they seem to think that comedy is what if the narrative's a bit silly and mm. if that continues that way, that's a comedy. Like no comedy should have jokes. Well, if we look at Ivan Reitman, who sadly passed away earlier this year, mm. I uh, he I mean his mainstream films, so his most successful films are Ghostbusters stripes evolution sort of big comedy pieces but i don't think that comes from ivan reitman uh like ghostbusters <laughs> no. is lightning in a bottle snl alum great script yeah. great performances mm-hmm. similar with like stripes uh harold ramus and uh, evolution again is I just like, like the comedy comedy set pieces and like sci-fi wackiness so I, I can't really get a handle on his directing style other than just sort of like quite sheeny hollywood pictures mm. that like this this just looks like a family film but then when you it dive deeper into so what this film is yeah it's very clean very polished very uh middle class like suburbia um but i just can't get a, a reading on what if anything this movie's trying to say yeah it's it's I, yeah we need to spend a lot of time talking about an unbidding uh, so this yeah. movie to, to 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 give a bit of a setup so i mean there is not much beyond the setup of what if arnold schwarzenegger was pregnant which mm-hmm. you say you go mm, interesting and maybe that is the issue of the film as its premise alone mm-hmm. um so what it turns out it is ultimately about is arnold schwarzenegger is a boring businessman because mm-hmm. they're like again in congress who works in fertility treatment and they yep. do they're trying to create a drug that induces pregnancy yeah it's um, like an experimental drug treatment they're trying to get it approved by the fda they are denied arnie wants to move back to europe to do something yes. and danny devita convinces him to stay and they work on the treatment in secret yes so they work on the treatment in secret and they come up with the could only be a movie premise idea that what if we injected you with this instead mm. mr schwarzenegger mm-hmm. um and then Which the comedy is never really justified. No, not really, and uh, it doesn't get really much more scientific than that. Uh, Yet tries to. <laughs> it tries to. It throws a lot of words at you. Um, yes. It throws men in suits at you. But the yeah. comedy in the film boils down to what if we chose like stereotypical female tropes and we yes. embody them through Arnie. And yeah. that is the comedy in the movie. Which and that is ultimately the the film's undoing, if there is mm-hmm. an undoing. Well the, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's this is definitely I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say this is the best film we have covered on this this show so far, I think. Um Sure, I think it's not overly heinous. I think there are elements of this I disliked majorly. But yes. as a 94 vehicle, I think it does have some pro- progressive ideas in it, terms it, it of what it is doing. It does, in a way that is me. confusing and confused. I did uh-huh. some reading around to try and find it, and you Please. can find out there um, some really interesting kind of like queer perspectives on this film. And there are mm. some 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 people out there who have claimed this film as being really interesting in that way. Or mm-hmm. the proviso of, let's, let's get over this step here, mm-hmm. and then it's interesting. So... 
there is a lot to talk about. This is not going to be like a, weirdly much like the movie. It's not going to be a joke-heavy episode of Kino. Not Fangs. really. Gonna, it's quite like an in, interesting weirdness. analysis of um, this 1994. Comedy I'm quite here. beguiled by it. I really am. I mm. was so bored for the first yeah. 20 minutes yeah, yeah. because it's just a nothing of a film, mm-hmm. and then maybe the first 30 minutes, mm. and then for the last like hour and a quarter, it's really quite fascinating because it it keeps shifting your analysis of it because it's so totally confused because yeah, it has no it's, idea it's, it's very um, inconsistent uh and like half of me is thinking like oh this dialogue is so just like typically misogynistic mm. of a 90s vehicle but then there are yes. some progressive sort of like my body my choice things in yeah here, which i, I honestly literally said expect. like arnie yeah. pushes someone over and just yells my body my choice and walks mm. out um and 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 the joke is not the line the joke is like, yeah, it's 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 a like it's a funny because it's like hell yeah moment, which is mm. which is an mm. interesting place thing. Um, so I think we need to like, un- so hmm, 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 so mm. hard to talk about. Um, yeah. it's a strange kind of like on one. Yes, the Bechdel test is 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 flawed um, as mm. like a construct, but it's an illuminating construct sure. um, because mostly as like a if as a reversal, it just like that is the interesting thing. <laughs> being like the reverse Bechdel test, from which all films pass, and then when mm-hmm. the Bechdel test, they do not. Um, though I shouldn't use the word reverse, but this is again goes to maybe some issues of the film about its very biological and binary view of gender. Yes, um, which we could argue the binary is of the perspectives making film at the time, not of the time, but the perspectives yeah. making the money in the film at the time. Yes, um, but the biological view is still very, very strange in this film. Mm. There is a a deterministic kind of like essentialist view, but then I would argue that Titan to an extent has that in it as well. So sure. um, we we can we can debate that all day mm. um, but this movie about like subverting some roles and about some. parenthood mm. is a wild kind of like anti-pectal test movie of, <laughs> like we will not have any women really talk or like really be in it it's no which it's is very so interesting that it kind of like it sidelines women completely whilst also trying to tell a story that's actually more like open and sensitive so mm. again it's it's so so conflicted exactly it introduces these two two female characters one played by emma thompson and the other played yep. by uh pamela reed who i know best the joke from... of emma thompson is she falls over a lot but then they that ditch that joke for a very while much that. Like, that joke's joke, not great uh the joke of angela's character is, so she is danny DeVa- danny devito's wife and she falls pregnant and the joke is that danny devito didn't get pregnant uh mm-hmm. a touring member of Aerosmith, Danny DeVito pronounces it Aerosmith, Aerosmith. Uh, knocked her up in a hmm. sense. And that's the, almost a direct line from the movie. He's like, Are you yes. saying you got knocked up by Aerosmith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the way the film writes these two female characters is very bad. Frustrating, I'm going to say, because there is very little depth to Angela other than the fact that she doesn't seem to like Danny DeVito and she is now pregnant. Which I get another, because he's with... bad in this movie. Yes, he's, yeah, he's terrible. He's not movie. fun or interesting, and the character is nothing, and he doesn't. And has very outdated values on, you know, the role of a woman in a relationship and things like yeah. this. And Emma Thompson, as we alluded to earlier, is kind of just sort of like the awkward, bumbling smart yeah ditzy fey woman who's there to be like oh completely a career a career woman you know doesn't have much in terms of a you know relationship status or has Mm. any luck with the guys to paraphrase and you know you know by the end of the movie her and arnie are going to get together which is so weird it's weird it's a weird pairing um that does not work but it's the journey we take to get to that end scene of them all four of them on the beach with their babies and 
Hmm, very strange uh, movie. Again, there are ways... That, at all points, there are directions that could have gone that are really, really interesting that it doesn't mm. quite go to. And I think that's what keeps it quite a tantalising film, dare I say, mm. of... I think, really, it, it, it does such a poor job by its women. I think it'd be better if it was a committed kind of like subversion of masculinity. Yes. If it, if it, if it ditched the women genuinely. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a better film if what it did was be about Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger slowly adopting a kind of like a coupled role and mm-hmm. slowly falling into traditionally gendered archetypes. Yes. That's really fascinating. But and that is so much the clearly better idea that's always on the table. They, they kind of toy with that, but then there is yeah, that moment where they're like, "No, no, 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 we're not gay together. We are definitely not gay Which... together." I think Emma Thompson, um, you know, alludes to it, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no," because this is 1994, and we're not having anything, not even joking about it. We're just dancing around it. Yeah, unless that, yeah, unless that is like the butt of the joke completely, mm-hmm. then yes, yeah, it, is, yeah. it is not mentioned. Because and and then again, this is such a kind of like rigid kind of like normative view mm-hmm. of an interesting subversion. What I think is very good about this film is ultimately, and dare I say, Arnie's performance, I think is actually really lovely, mm-hmm. um, is actually really quite gentle. And he acts yeah. in ways I've not actually seen him act. No. Um, it, it gets a bit out of him, which is strange to me because in the first minutes, he's terrible and mm. so miscast. Yeah, yeah. But the eventual idea of taking like macho muscle man, that's mm-hmm. the personification of like, outward masculinity and subverting him in this way is is really interesting to watch i do love the very emotional schwarzenegger towards the end what i don't love is how the film presents that idea of it's it is through biological change and a feminized biological change they talk about this idea of being like they get estrogen stuff into it so it's very much like because your body is becoming what we perceive to be biologically feminine, mm-hmm. you are taking on socialized feminine traits. Yep. And in that's a way the joke. That, that's the joke. That's and because joke. it is a joke as opposed to this kind of like idea that the social, like the construct of child rearing or mm. the concept of child rearing linked with the concept of how we are treated when we are child rearing is what mandates or creates certain behaviors. And if they'd have taken some of the behaviors that come from pregnancy and not gendered them so much, mm. because they certainly do, they lean into being like, I mean, because they go out of their way to like use like feminine imagery around like his wants and desires. They make jokes yep. about it mm-hmm. and like, like, kind of like the, the cuddlification of him. If they avoided that and just made him sensitive mm-hmm. and only sensitive, I think it would be a really interesting film. And not just his nipples, because as we know, there is a scene where his nipples get sensitive. Um, And there's a character who I thought was played by Freddie Prince Jr. It is not (laughs) Freddie Prince Jr. (laughs) Um, Offers him some nipple-based advice. Yeah, that bit's really, really weird. Um, Mm. Really, really weird. It's Um, a very weird movie. It can't be overstated, because I don't know what it wants to be, and I don't know what I want it to be. I quite like it, though. It's not good. It is not a good film. Um, Mm. It's it's the the annoying thing is there is some interesting challenging of gender norms, but everything is done on a biological sex as gender level. That's mm-hmm. that is the problem with the film, um, and I think that that arises obviously because of the perspectives it's from, and mm. I'm very aware the perspectives that we're speaking from. So I should yep, allude sure. to oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I would love, for, I mean, I'm sure there are like much better readings out there that mm-hmm. there's much more, and maybe it is more progressive than we're giving it. Kind of like, but this is this is how it pertains to me. Um, but there are everything a bit that just like that puts me off very very slightly um so 
the eastern stuff and the sex change stuff they mm. have a line about being like this is like a sex change operation and that that to me links to a degree of like a trans skepticism angle there is definitely mm. like a a, a trans skeptical oh, there's definitely this parts film. of that because like I, I don't know it's just like even towards the end of the the end of the film where you have arnie dressed as mrs doubtfire like that's yeah. played for laughs like you can't it it it, it is but then hmm. the, what they do with those scenes is really interesting like okay. the, the way the way they take that role of this is what arnold schwarzenegger has to do to be taken i really like where the film ends up in that way hmm. because what the film ultimately says it's it's about like it's about parenthood as more important than gender like mm-hmm. more important as like biological distinction and what's important is to be a loving caring parent not a mother or a father and i it does explore some interesting societal standards and the idea that to have his kind of like emotions and mm. his like ideas taken seriously, that he has to outwardly feminize himself is actually a really fascinating concept to me. The only time when he's not treated with mockery, that he's treated with sincerity is when he takes on a, an outwardly feminine guise. And mm. there's an interesting idea there about what people of kind of like who don't fit into what we see as normative have mm. to do to be accepted. That's really interesting. Is them aware of that? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I don't think it's presenting it in that manner either. But the, um, I, there is something about... I think it comes to the sensitivity of his performance. Like, mm. the script is playing it for jokes, but Arnie doesn't sense, seem to a, really understand. Well, there is a bit of that. I don't know how much is sort of lost in that performance. But there is, like, a, a, a sincerity to the, the yeah. characterization of... Um, uh, what's his name in this? I keep calling him Arnie. We're going to keep calling him Arnie. I think it's yeah, I, Alex. I think it's Alex. Um, it's, him finding acceptance. The drag sequence is 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 not great, mm. but him finding acceptance through it is an interesting thing about the way that we view personhood and mm. does at least evoke ideas of our lens into personhood. Mm. Um, and it does lead this great line that says from the person there, that we need to dispess the myth that some are born with maternal instinct and some are not. There are no naturals. I do like that idea mm. of challenging and that we can all grow to be parental figures. And mm. ultimately, that's what the film is about, is breaking away from certain stereotypes about the kind of people we are and learning that we can be parental and eternal, sure. as in mm. like paternal slash maternal, the, 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 that, that part of the word. That is interesting, even though if it's flawed at every mm. step. At I think every it's, step it's flawed. I think it's one step forward, two step back a lot of the times, because I think I, it's a great read on Arnie's character in general, but by the whole time you have Danny DeVito squealing in his yeah. ear, uh, guys don't have babies. Didn't your father ever have that talk with you? Stuff like yeah. that is constant. There is a constant sort of, there is a genuine divide between the binary. Mm. There is, you know, there are men and there are women. And this is a woman's job. And also the, the film plays the idea of pregnancy as the joke. If this was completely mm. reversed in a stereotypical 90s uh, rom-com film and it was just a woman, you know, vomiting in the morning, sensitive nipples, uh, you know, eating habits or whatever, it's, those aren't jokes. Yeah. The only yeah, joke yeah. is it's Arnie. <laughs> yeah, um, which at points it kind of like accidentally reveals things about the way the world is constructed so mm. a scene that's really interesting to me is that he goes to a store in order to buy larger clothing mm. and the ease with which he's able to do that and that that's presented in a very kind of like open up like there is so he goes to a store that is specifically for that and there's a, a smiling salesman and it's all very 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 open and nice and you contrast that with the difficulty that can be found of women actually getting like appropriate kind of like 
pregnancy wear mm-hmm. and like the lack of availability for that again it shows the ways that the world is built to allow certain people being a certain way and others not and in that way i was reminded of like how certain things about size are seen as being gendered of okay. the way and we see that on screen a lot with the kind of men that we mm-hmm. see on screen the kind of roles we see on screen of different body types of men mm-hmm. are often more accepted than different body types of women sure and again that scene is not pushing that way no. But you can glean that from that sort of being like yeah. it was actually very easy for him to get by in certain ways because mm. it shows that the world is androcentric. The world is built around kind of like forming to the male image. So when the man becomes pregnant, it is much easier for him to be pregnant in society than it is for a woman to be, which is fascinating. I think these are sort of like incidental analysis. Like yes, you, <laughs> obviously in 2022, if we watch this film, we're going to have so much more in terms of uh, d- development analysis in terms of what's going on here. But guaranteed, Ivan Reitman on set, none of this oh, came no. into no, 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 no. Like it's it's very interesting to look at it as a relic of. 90s ideology in terms of uh, binary gender and sexuality and fertility. Yeah, completely. I didn't didn't like watching it though. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't dislike watching it. I I was I was compelled by it. it, Mm. It's not it's not good. And there was actually a bit towards the end when Mm. um, it kind of like strays into presenting like gatekeeping turfdom. Like there is a point where Emma Thompson's character Mm. talks about how um, her womanhood is getting taken away. And it was really interesting Uh, to see that that perspective put forward. And then the film to move past that and then be accepting at the end of this is an atypical family that has love and that's fine. Mm -hmm. And I do love that that's where it ends up. And it ends up on a saccharine kind of sweet note, not a joke note. And it's nice that someone be like, you're taking away my womanhood. Because that's an argument we genuinely hear at the we, moment. Yeah, we do hear that. Really completely hear. Mm-hmm. So the way it accidentally links to contemporary debate and then moves past that debate and shows something that doesn't care for that. Mm. And just, it doesn't reject it. It just shows that that's irrelevant. Like, that was a passing fear that was voiced once and was shown not to be the case. There's also a moment earlier that I'm conflicted on because okay. there's, there's, there's a bit where um, Arnie is being spoken by DeVito and kind of like, insults the way he's being like protective or like sensitive okay and yeah, in yeah. that thing like like accidentally misgenders arnie um and interestingly oh, right, okay, arnie yeah. reacts poorly to that and the joke is that he doesn't care he doesn't even mention the fact that he was referred to as being a woman mm-hmm. he just doesn't like the fact that like his bond to the child is being done so i do kind of like that that ignoring of that element there mm. but then another part is just like there is also like a a acceptable level of misgendering here as well mm. so it, again it, it's never because it has no idea what to say about anything because it's not no. trying to say anything about it's anything. not trying to say anything it is trying that to be is a, ultimately a big budget the issue. you know yeah. tent, tent pole movie for i don't know it's probably mm. a summer movie it's a summer comedy from the guy who brought you ghostbusters and it's arnie and the small guy danny devito uh, no it's never going it was never meant to provoke the conversations that we're having today but we're having them anyway god damn it I, and generally I, I think it's because sensitive arnie performance is so good that it pushes through some of the film mm. it pushes through like it does become an interesting subversion and a genuinely different show of of masculinity i will reject though a thing that i always just like in films is that the only way that we often have of making men sensitive is via parenthood um and oh, that sure. scene is that scene has been a shorthand for men can have feelings now because there are children involved yeah i see that i see that completely you watched another film to <laughs> s- sort of contextualize this one i did and they're very very similar um mm. really really similar in in ways i wasn't expecting so i watched um which you've seen before i have um, seen before 
Jacques Demy's A Slightly Pregnant Man. and Slightly. A very which, which slightly is a, pregnant man. A, which is a lovely title. The title, is, title. But, but the title encapsulates the film because it is, it, 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 the film is a trifle. The film is, 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 is nice and sweet, but is, mm-hmm. is, if there's a bun in the oven, it's underbaked. Um, <laughs> but very good. The, the fun thing about this film is that both take on the same premise in two ways. So one, the premise is what if Mabbit pregnant? But also the pregnant, the, the the pregnant. Also the premise is what if known actor incongruous. Mm. So in the same way that this is Arnie in this role, the whole point of this film. I remember watching the one of the documentaries that Agnes Varda made. I presume it's the um, the world of Jack Demy documentary mm. where this was talked about, and the impetus was that. You know, he works with Catherine Deneuve, and Catherine Deneuve mm-hmm. wanted to be in a film with Marcello Mastroianni, um, and therefore Jacques Demy was like, "Yeah, I'll put you both in a film. What if it's this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> and they were both really game for it. It was like he loved the idea of taking these like like the hottest like movies like art, mm. arty movie stars at the time, and like, making making like them a couple, a and then making, but then making them like this kind of like pseudo working class couple to begin with like even mm-hmm. she is playing against type so she is she is like a, a hairdresser in this well she's running a hairdressing yes like, so yeah. it's, it's like lower middle class um and Marcello Mastroni is a driving instructor so it, it kind of like the film and both these films today do you know what film they remind me of weirdly okay, a third film in the mix mm-hmm. um Slightly Pregnant Man. Oh, by the way, the uh, the original title in French translates to The Most Important Event Since Man Walked on the Moon. Yeah, I know. What it's a so great good, title. <laughs> um, so a slight, uh, The Most Important Event Since Man Walked on the Moon. And then we have Junior and the third film. Uh, go on. Surprise uh, Being me. John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Okay, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so these movies remind me of Binder Malkovich um, pejoratively I'll say because I love okay. Binder Malkovich in yep. the sense of what is so great about Binder Malkovich is it it takes the weird premise and it just pushes it and pushes it and pushes it and pushes it until it mm-hmm. breaks and it pushes beyond that and that's why that one's brilliant it's part of my favourite subgenre of film which is take weird idea take it very very seriously yeah, yeah, yeah. Run and with see the how far it can yeah. go yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. which both these films need to do that yes but they John are Malkovich. too too comfortable in their mediocrity in terms yeah. of uh, narrative progression and yes. uh, ideologies presented. I haven't seen a slightly pregnant man in a while, but you know, while Junior is fresh in my mind, I can safely say I much prefer being John Malkovich to Junior. Yeah, yeah, um, but Peter Malkovich also does the thing of taking your movie stars and kind of like. Um, Play, like, playing know, with them smudging very... them up a little bit yeah, and like it makes yeah. them like unappealing it makes them like downtrodden and like downbeaten which is like a slight pregnant man does a lot better and i do mm. really like that subversion to make this like plucky kind of like grimy just like going for it and you know there are monk there's a monkey in Peter Malkovich. yeah there's a monkey, there's a monkey here in, in yeah. junior and um, mm. there's not a monkey it's like pregnant man um slight pregnant man is a much better than the junior mm-hmm. um though it's not a great movie um i think it it, it doesn't have that many of the gendered issues that Junior has because it's just not interested in going into that debate because it, it, it doesn't try to feminise um, no, the, the, at all. The, the titular man. The yeah. titular slightly um, pregnant man. Which, and to me, it sharpens what both films are about. So what Junior is about is the sensitivity of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it wants mm-hmm. to be, how do we make macho man sensitive? And it finds the wrong way to do that, unfortunately, uh-huh. which is a yeah. shame because that premise is great and that performance is great. What... A Slightly Pregnant Man is about is let's reveal the ways that the world is constructed mm-hmm. in a way 
that is unfair for women. And if we are to swap this around, it shows how the world is still very, very androcentric. The world benefits men in a variety of ways. And it is kind of like, what if we had to this point of equality, that point of equality of like bodily equality in this way, in this forced way, how would that reveal the different ways that social structures? There's a great scene where people like talk on a chat show about what this means about the world and what it opens up for things. And they talk about being like, there's a great conversation about like, will this limit the roles for men now? And this guy just goes, well, no. And someone says, well, <laughs> will, will men be able to join the military? And he goes, well, yes, but they'll just yeah, take parent yeah. leave. Women can do that. And the joke mm-hmm. is people are like, ah, women, like, you don't understand again. And it just shows yeah, that yeah. it doesn't create more understanding. It's just like, yeah, men are fine now, whatever. Um, very blasé that great point about, about the whole affair. And there's that great bit towards the end where Cameron's nerves like, what this is, this is, like, this is the most important equality moment of this is the thing, this is what is going to help us to be equal mm-hmm. because it, it offloads that burden. Um, so there is there is an interesting thing there. I think Mastriani is obviously just like just a better actor than Arnie. <laughs> than so, Arnie, yeah, um, surprisingly. And Catherine Deneuve, I'm, I'm going to say it, Catherine Deneuve is a better, better actor than Emma Thompson. Danny, Danny da- oh, da- oh, right, okay, yeah. How dare I pin him <laughs> against Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito is the best actor here. Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito is, is, should it's not, not be in it's Junior. Not, it's, it's not, I mean, I haven't seen Twins, and I'm sure that's a, a better comedy, because what if yeah. a big man and a small man were twins? That's yeah. just funny. That's just vaudevillian funny. Whereas this, yeah. he... He could be played He's by horrible. anyone else. I don't he like him. I don't want him badly. in the film. The, the character himself is bad. The performance is... There's nothing in the performance because there's nothing in the character other yeah, than a, a no man and, you know, a slightly greasy, like, snake oil salesman of a, a, of a, a like, experimental pharmacist mm. who and... shows his traditional values towards women way more than he... The film yes. wants him to... Um, or which, needs which, him to, ultimately. or needs him to, yeah. Because uh, there is room for a foil character, and the film does nothing with it. It gives you a foil, no, he does and then does nothing with it. Downfall. There is no turn. There is no progression to his ideologies. It is very yeah. much. We get to the end of the film, and we're on the beach, and everything's fine. And it's sort of like a what a wacky day that was in the world yeah, of Danny no. DeVito. And I think the strength that the the Demi movie has over which is wild is is how it centers its protagonists and how it makes this the journey of two characters rather than one and Mm. i think that's why it reveals more stuff that there's this by the gender flip is more interesting in this film because it takes the gender flip and then continues conventions and by continuing the conventions in the flip it shows certain things it's really interesting when does that thing of being like we're getting married now because i'm pregnant Mm. and you go that's wild and then you go oh Oh, that's no, wild because that's no, actually no, wild. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's that's why the film is interesting. If it makes you, it defamiliarizes the way of being like the way the world is built and the way the world accommodates pregnancy is bad and is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it takes a movie flipping the genders to show you certain to things. To show about you it. how a man would be affected that this is now an issue and a problem. And there's, there's really good stuff in it because there's things about like, well, let's look into kind of like contraception stuff for men now. Mm. And as I mean, as I'm sure most listeners know, like there have been made very very safe contraception mm-hmm. for men for that a long have time have just been rejected by you know mass culture because there are side effects or something it's yeah like, because there are like vague yeah. almost nothing side effects but they mm-hmm. don't want to test it no one wants yeah. to go into it because they're like well, we don't have to because yeah, yeah. we because don't have of... to we don't have to <laughs> and again we're falling here into the kind of like the the the, the binary the, and binary the, here yeah, sure. but again it's the the kind of like the the masculine the patriarchal experience is what mm-hmm. goes here of those emboldened by the patriarchy don't have to do certain things and those with wombs carry like a great a greater burden and mm. those who who can or are fertile 
and do menstruate, etc., carry this like greater burden that those who don't don't have to think about. And a slight pregnant man is cognizant of that. Mm. And Junior is not at all cognizant of that. (laughs) And does not want to be. He just wants to be like, look, this man's pregnant. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's a poster. It's this movie is the poster. You get what you you get what you bought a ticket for, and now you get to watch Arnie in his little glasses. I hope you're happy. I'm becoming Go I'm going more and more this person, and I, I I hate this, but let's let's workshop the film. This film should be okay. Okay, interesting. So, uh, yeah, usually we take a film at you know at surface level. We only analyze what is there, what is not there. Yeah. What we're saying now is let's doctor this script, let's doctor this narrative, and make a better film. Let's make yeah. Junior Two look who's Junior in. This should be about a boy. This should be about a boy. This should be a coming to terms of emotion. Mm-hmm. in a more conventional way in a actual kind of like parental role mm-hmm. and i think through adoption or through, yeah, through unexplained mm-hmm. like yeah. just like just virgin birth miracle pregnancy yes miracle birth, that's yeah. that's what this film should be the, mm-hmm. it's the way that it wants to kind of like get into like weird science stuff is just distracting and there's pointless. nothing it's nothing it's just 90s words of yeah mm. we're in a lab and there's beakers and test tubes whereas an actual film about the growing sensitivity of a masculine figure is really interesting mm-hmm. to me. Um, and I do and, really like About a Boy, and I do like what they do with Hugh Grant's character in that film. And I think taking um, Arnie down a similar road, road would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like casting Arnie in this role, like you're obviously going into it with so much like semantics and semiotics of who Arnie is as a star. Yeah. And part of me knows that in the 90s, this film would never turn out the way we want it to today. No. There, there was no sort of like studio going to be green yeah, this lighting. Film from this film these people, no. No. Uh, from a Universal, which I think had a very big tie with Arnie to have yeah. him in a, a quote-unquote sort of like demasculating role would not have done them any favours in terms of mass reception. But if we were to workshop this film and bring it out in 2022, not even in 2022, if you brought this out six years later with a different person that's not Arnie and you gave it a bit more sentimentality, uh, a, a bit more feeling and a bit more progression mm. to the narrative, I think there's an actual movie here. But the thing we're left with today is kind of like a husk of a movie that yes. I did not really grasp onto firmly. I was repulsed in part by... yes attitudes presented i like your take on arnie as a character and i like that you can find something within here that i couldn't at the time i'm not saying it's there i'm not saying no, no, it's no. there i, don't know. I I'm think saying, it's just gestured towards i think sure i think that's a reading of something that's not necessarily text but i think it's an interesting reading um but ultimately uh, it's a thumbs down over here it's yeah, a keynote um, thanks for me it it it, it is not a good film it's but not I, a. It's not the worst film ever created by man. It's. No. I think it. I think uh, we've we've disregarded our own rule, and we, we usually go under the two point uh, rating. I think this is yeah. two point two. Um, yeah, which I think seems I think fair. It's led like, that, that, to an that interesting. Is, that uh, is like, it. Mm, it is that's it. The, that's the, it. That's the movie. It is very much. Yeah, I like the junior line. I like the that he goes okay. out of his way to pick a gender neutral name yeah, and they talk that's... and they talk about the idea of having a gender neutral name i like that and mm-hmm. i like panning for like stuff that is like 
baseline progressive and i should expect <laughs> yeah, way more than baseline yes like i'm I'm, bec- <laughs> I'm becoming i'm becoming the eternals fan here being like look oh, there's a God. kiss in this movie Get um, out of town. <laughs> I, I, I know but yeah but because this film is so textually about gender mm. and because it is so textually about masculinity it kind of stumbles into interesting territory all the way through whereas like eternals is not textually about those things so when it does its like strange gestures, it's like what you've been doing. Um, so I think its focus on that means that it is occasionally accidentally interesting. Put again, as I keep saying, put that on the poster. Occasionally, accidentally interesting. I would like a documentary about the pre-production and production of this movie because I, I was stumbling upon the trivia earlier, as I want to okay. do. Yeah, and yeah. Arnie, Arnie spent a lot of time in like doctor surgeries and uh, like pregnancy wards to like it doesn't help the movie. <laughs> no 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 but i would love a behind the scenes fly on the wall yeah. documentary of arnie learning the ins and outs of pregnancy and you know human anatomy and like the act of pregnancy that sounds great because yeah. he is such a as we said like, he is a, a, a figurehead of masculinity especially like it's... late 80s 90s period so to have him in this role it is interesting. It is odd, and ultimately, I do not think it works. There are bits that are horrible. Like there's there's hmm. a couple. So there's one bit that's just horrible visually, which is when he just dreams a baby of himself. And it's the so most yeah, terrifying that, things in the, your life. Sort of like the first like twenty minutes of the movie, you think this is going to be arnie is already an expected father he's already having these like visions that nightmares, so dreams. weird yeah in context so thought, that he's scared yeah. of being a father and it's like and it's like make you that work the movie. In, you work in pharmaceuticals <laughs> exactly so i thought this was gonna be like an eraser head parental angst yeah anxiety about a new father or you know a parent for the first time but no he's just having coincidentally dreams about babies with his horrible cgi face on yeah. which is one of the most shocking shocking visuals of the uh, of the film and i will be making it the banner on the twin geeks yeah, yeah, when yeah. we post this episode because that is it has to be seen to be believed folks and why i don't recommend this film at all is because you also have to sit for a bit at the beginning where there is a joke where they're trying to they're trying to they try and cover up his pregnancy mm-hmm. um because of course they do because here it's because of corporate just ditch the whole corporate secrets yeah the, just the, ditched... the whole fda I, yeah because at least in Slight Predict Man, it's just this like it's this scientific anomaly. They're just it's like a thing that I guess you can. They're just like I guess you can transfer. Reacts. Cool. Sure. And actually, the, the ending of Slightly Predict Man is utterly brilliant. The French version. Did there are two endings to the film? No, I did not. There's a French and Italian one. The one that I saw is the French one. Okay. Which spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It goes yep. at the end. He's not pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is. Which is great. Which is, which is great because then it, it it doesn't undermine anything. It shows you the reaction to what if he had been, and yeah. it shows you you know it holds up a mirror to society and shows how the societal values would have shifted. And if there's another joke a man there, was slightly pregnant. And it's again the fact that men steal all the limelight for things that are unremarkable. Classic, <laughs> it's, classic, it's just yeah. there being like, oh okay, he found it was nothing. But the Italian version ends with that reveal is not actually pregnant, and then it reveals that. That was actually wrong. And no, he is pregnant. Classic. The old switcheroo, yeah. the old snip so snap, yeah. reverse, so the, reverse, the, double reverse, so the, uno. The French version is you find out at the end of it, she's pregnant. That's a funny joke. Um, but yeah, the Italian one is just like, oh no. And then it ends being like, is he going to give birth? Oh, it's like Inception, basically. It's <laughs> just like Inception. Conception. Conception. There's the joke. There's there the go, joke, ladies and it took, us, it took us about 40, 40 minutes, minutes we, found we found the joke. The joke. We found but Christopher yeah. Nolan's conception. So there is a bit... Anyway, to get back to the point I was pseudo-making, there is a bit <laughs> towards the beginning of um, Junior 
where they're trying to cover up the fact that he's pregnant mm-hmm. and they make up a fake disease that he has. Oh, that's what I was forgetting. There are some women walking past yeah, and yeah. apropos of nothing, just mm-hmm. as if he's just like some bumbling simpleton that just can't not yeah, voice yeah, yeah. things. He just points at one of them and just says fat phobic things. Yeah. Um, um, which is later the joke. The joke is funny, funny fake name for a a condition uh, yeah. from Europe. So it's, in it. Yeah, which Arnie plays into, and yeah, it, it's a very strange excuse and like a narrative thread to go down because you know it's going to be liar revealed in the end anyway. But to have that as the uh, the crux of the lie is very, very, very nineteen ninety four, and also just like. It's just not good. It's just it even good. feels out of place in this film, though. You're like, what? Because it feels like even the characters that are toxic just turn around and say, what? Because <laughs> he just like points at <laughs> some people and just says a horrible thing. You're just like, what? Fat, it's like a fat <laughs> disease or a, a fake fatness condition or something. Very strange. But before they make that conclusion, all he does is just point at someone and just say a mean thing for no mm-hmm. reason. They go, oh, yeah, that's the thing. And you're like, it was the 90s that's all we did we just pointed (laughs) and left yeah Uh, there you go and then later it will win a grammy then because apparently that's what you get grammys when i did um (laughs) does my body disgust does my body disgust you he asks uh, emma thompson and she admits that no she was she used to be in love with her portly cousin yeah so that is a throwaway line that i clung on to i was like excuse me um Um, we need to delve more into that but that's uh uh, something for another movie junior two i'm gonna check my source here um Mm. but do you reckon the does my body um (laughs) my body upset you is a purposeful um reference to a purposeful reference to my angelo (laughs) I, I'm assuming not, no. Because <laughs> it's, you know, the in the Still I Rise, does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? <laughs> do you reckon? And does my haughtiness offend you? And the, does my sexiness upset you? Do you reckon? Do you reckon that's what he's doing? Maybe. Do what, I've, what, what Rightman's I'm, I'm doing? Not, not right. Uh, who, I've got the names of the guys who wrote this. Kevin Wade and Chris Conrad, who I have not seen anything else from. They strike me as Angelou heads. <laughs> I've only heard their names just now, but definitely. Yeah, they, definitely. they strike me as, you know, they've, 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 they've read, I know. <laughs> okay, read Cage, so. They've read Cage Bird, at least. Junior, 19, <laughs> junior 1994, it's a, it's a keynote thanks. It's a keynote thanks from me. But do we have any recommendations other than a slightly pregnant man for our listeners to go out and enjoy the interesting world of pregnancy based cinema? <laughs> <laughs> I came up being, quite short. I came up quite John, short this John week. Yeah, we John found Malkovich. out we could only think of horror movies, which I think is actually which is, mm, scarily accurate of of yeah of when, portrayal of pregnancy in cinema. Which is interesting though, because again, it reflects what these what at least pregnant man is trying to subvert is this idea of being like the way that pregnancy is viewed by society is just as horrific thing, which or just like a horror that it's only expressed through horror is very very interesting. I think it is interesting that Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman, went on to direct yes. Juno, which is a film yes. that I'm like a little bit hesitant to recommend. I will not return to Juno. I, I loved I, that film so much. Yeah, I have I not seen up. it. I have not seen it since like 2010. So I, I don't I want adored to. It. No. I don't want to completely support it just because I have I have confidence issues in the fact that it probably doesn't hold up as well as I think. Oh it no! Will. Like I'm thinking of direct scenes. I'm thinking of the abortion clinic scene okay. in that movie, which right. I can almost like resign my head and be like. Oh no, actually, no. Um, 
What about parental angst? Let's go a razor head. A razor head um, is 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 the, a great call for sure. The, um, about a boy again. About I think a boy is, that you've mentioned is, yeah, is a lovely movie. Good. Maybe it doesn't um, hold up. It's been a long time. I have to about every film now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, just movies about parenthood and uh, the anxieties that come behind that. I'm just trying to think, but uh, again, this is not. Jack wants to recommend Swiss Army Man. Is what he wants to recommend. I don't like that movie. I <laughs> no, do I. It's not very good. I'm on lists of pregnancy, and I don't remember any pregnancies in any of these films. So maybe, maybe that's that's my we December can, challenge. Is we're going to watch. We can recommend movies. another Alan Smithy joint if you want. Okay. Um, um, which one? Rosemary's Baby. Oh, the other, the other, the other Alan Smithy. Yeah, the other yeah. Alan Smithy. Again, um, pregnancy as horror, horror as pregnancy. Um, uh, being a woman is the horror. Well, yeah, Rose, actually, you know what? I will, I will recommend Ira Levin's novel *Rosemary's Baby*, which there is a really go. good book, um, and does a an interesting job, to my perspective and to me, mm. of making the key horror of that film is about women not being taken seriously yeah. because of because of medicine and the way that medicine is constructed. Um, which this in junior perceives through Arnie um, and pregnant man does a great job of showing this man gets taken seriously yeah. because of masculinity. So yep. the, that central idea is great. So I'm going to recommend Ira Levin's book, um, Rosie Raby and the Alan Smithy adaptation thereof, which is such a brilliant film. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Key No Thanks on The Stacks. If you like what we do, please, please, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate us wherever you can, tell a friend about us, email in with uh, compliments and things for our Office Hours uh, episodes. You can tell us what you've been watching, reading, listening to, or you can suggest things please that we do. may get around to eventually. We have a quite a healthy backlog. But you can also go over to www.patreon.com forward slash The Stacks on Film, where our Arnie Month continues on our episodes on the, the first Terminator film that's dropped already. And Commando is also dropping as soon as this episode Opinion drops. Unknown. Opinion unknown. Opinion unknown. unknown. Commend. Oh, yeah. Commando. Uh, uh, we've got some other things, fun things coming up. And then we are diving into December. We've got some fun sort of seasonal uh movies to talk yeah, about and some other ideas and did you know we have a youtube channel i did know because i followed we, we probably teased this like seven months ago but um <laughs> stephen wrote a ten thousand word essay on yeah, Bellatar's satin tango and it took me a long time to edit it but yeah, i think it's, not a, surprised. It's, it's a nice chunk of work it is on the stacks youtube channel you could just search for closing the circle satin tango and you'd find it yeah you can I really that. appreciate you We'd appreciate it if you watched it, listened to it, rated it. Let us know what you think about yeah. it. Yeah, I've been really humbled, actually, by the response so far. I've mm. heard some really lovely things. What I would say is, can more people send some of that praise Jack's way as well? Because I nope. think the actual <laughs> remarkable thing here is I think what Jack's put together is utterly... As I think what Jack brought to that is being undervalued currently in terms of the production, in terms I... of the going through movies, in terms of the <laughs> writing an hour of music that oh. underpins an hour of me just talking. I spent a day <laughs> writing a thing. Jack has spent months on this. Like, um, I write things all the time. Like, I did, I'm i I'm happy that people like it. I'm really, actually, really, really pleased. I don't know they would. But... Yeah, I never get praise. Praise me. Um, I'll write a Saturn Tango um, essay on my letterbox and I'll get, like, three comments, so it's fine. Uh, yeah. but thank you yeah, so much yeah. for listening to this episode of Kino Thanks. Stay locked on for the stacks, Patreon, Twitter, all the links are in the bio. We shall catch you on the next episode.